Say everything you just said again. I said people better watch this after yesterday because we're not too far away from not having interracial marriages. Uh, gay rights about to probably be next on the agenda. I noticed I said agenda. Yeah. So people better watch this shit. This shit is going to affect... Um, Hell, I said, damn the robots. <laughs> the damn people you got to worry about first. Well, I hear what you're saying. If the robots is, did come in, Tim on or something, mm, and they didn't want to take much effort on their end, but I feel mm, like... Uh, you better watch this shit. We already getting shot like fucking bears in the street. There ain't no repercussions happening. Bro, they, they, basically, the, the, the whole... The whole process of this whole thing is to be able to dictate how we move as Americans. Land is a free home of the brave is a dead, is a dead statement. That does not exist anymore. And Eminem said it on Eminem show, the fight states of America. No, yeah. Well, the I, states of, no, the fight states of embarrassment, sorry. Mm-hmm. I won't say it's dead, bro. I just, I was having this conversation the other day. Uh, sorry. Those things were never meant for us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. That was meant for the good old boys. Like yesterday's them reversing Roe versus Wade is it's it's also in line with another bill that they're trying to get passed right now. Where if someone goes to jail for a significant amount of time, they basically have given up their rights and they they could be used as slaves. I mean, they kind of do this anyway with them with some of the labor that they have uh, inmates do, but. They're trying to get something passed now where basically your time that you, you're uh, sentenced after your, uh, if, if this is correct, I could be wrong. So don't don't listen to me as law. I just want to put that out there, you know, for the listeners. But they said basically it's a possibility that there's a law where if you, you, you get charged as a criminal for something, you do time that the state can see fit to use you as they please in any type of labor and basically as a slave. I'll break it down one step further. Um, China has it where, you know, there's over a billion people in their country and they dictate how many kids you can have within that within that form. So they've been telling women or men or a married couple you can only have a certain amount of kids. Oh, yeah, they've been trying to do that. I think that's, that's why one of my professors at UIC was from China and she was just saying how not a lot of two families, not two families, not a lot of two children households within the family structure. So... Yeah. yeah. So America's taking it one step further. We don't have free health care. But we're dictating on how women can make a choice about whether or not um, they can reproduce based off of whatever circumstance, whether it's a bad circumstance, a good circumstance, or a circumstance for them. Let me break it down for you like this. I remember those, uh, I guess, uh, protesters in front of like Planned Parenthood saying the baby has a brain, which is actually correct. The brain function of the baby at six weeks old is like an ant. Not a grown ant, a grown adult ant that can pick up shit and move shit to like the queen or whatever, a baby ant, which basically means it knows nothing of the world. It has no function whatsoever. It literally just runs into, so like, like, have you seen this video of an ant trying to get through a maze and a guy keeps drawing a line on it and the ant goes the other way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legit, like not in the paradox of where it's something manageable. At this point, again, this is going to affect the rights of homosexuality, the rights of how to identify, um, the rights of being able to adopt same-sex marriages, interracial marriages are next, and then a whole bunch of other things that have nothing to do with anyone else except someone who's uncomfortable with change. That's all this really is. It's not something that's based off of something that's a paradox that's affecting America in any shape, fashion, or form. Financially, it means that people have to go get health health insurance more, which forces people to go get more money. This is a financial thing. It's a racist, it's, it's a racial and a financial thing, period. Is that affecting anybody? No, no offense, no offense to anybody else. It's not affecting anyone in the majority. It's the minority. It affects yeah. the minority, so therefore we're gonna push that agenda. And the last one I'll make on it too is, uh, you know, sometimes when when we get to a certain point, they have to have abortions, and if they don't, the baby and the child, it's not their pro life. The baby and the child could die. I mean, the baby and the child, the woman and the child, can both die. 
they don't get the abortion. By the way, shouts out to, uh, I believe it's Dick Sporting Goods, Paylocity, and a couple other companies giving $4,000 in travel expenses to those that are seeking abortions. Some real shit. It's nice as fuck. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on, bro. I ain't going to come in with the big voice and everything else, because... You got to save it. Yeah, I got to so work. So, so we get an AO. I got to work. Yeah, he got to sing, so i do a throwback real quick. You go, what? I'm going to do a throwback real quick. No, I was going to go with I'm going to auto-tune the fuck out of your voice for this shit. I want you to understand that shit. Don't you every sour? See, that's why I stick away from certain IPAs. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. By the way, Andre Andrade El Idolo got fat from his wedding and out of shape. I said out loud, I don't care what no one else says. I say what I say. I'm tired. He out of shape. He couldn't go rape me. He's tired. Hold on one second. Sorry. Daddy and the podcast at the same time. Hold on one second. All right. Now, that being said, Guys, welcome to Hot Take Wrestling Talk Podcast. My name is Joe Freeland, aka I'm the champ, aka I'm the one tweeting. That's right. I'm the one tweeting. I'm on top right now, okay? And I said what I said about Andrade. I don't care. I saw that Ray Phoenix match on freaking Rampage. I saw it. Saint it. Okay, he's out of shape. He's out of shape. Okay. I want to introduce my brothers. We talked about another week of wrestling. The week of wrestling that was and everything else, man. Um, we're gonna get this thing going in a little bit. I'm gonna introduce the man responsible for all the whiskeys, responsible for all the things awesome, the redhead wrangler, the great one. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. The other KG. Greetings, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just want to start off this week by saying if anything ever popped off, I'm sure I speak for Joe and Logan here when I say that I want my sister to have my back the way Ruth, or rather Sophie, I think that's her actual name. Jungle Boy sister had his back. She was not for it. She was, man, she was, she wanted all the smoke basically last week. That was hilarious to me. She basically told Christian, see, fans only like you when you had an edge, but you broke self. <laughs> that got dark real fast. That got dark real fast. You, really you see dark. what I, you, you see what I did there? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Only, only like you when you had an edge, you got it. Yo, that, is a little dark for even my taste. And I think it's kind of funny, but still it happened. Um, now, I want to introduce the great one, the uh, short girl wrangler, uh, the one infatuated with <laughs> the moon, if you will. <laughs> you see that, you see that. Ah. You get it. You guys get it. We get it. Inside joke. Inside, inside, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I just realized. Do you have Bible Chief Logan as your tag name on this call right now? Okay. All right. We'll just go with it. We're just going to go with it. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, man, Logan. Peeps, this is another episode of Hot Take Wrestling. Welcome. Thank y'all uh, for tuning in. As always, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. We are in the thick of it. This is the second episode of the sixth season. We are on the race to 100 episodes, people. Just want to make sure I put that out there so y'all don't forget that. We are almost at 100 episodes. So when I say it, understand it, and hear me clearly. You want to smoke. Speaking of which, does that mean we have to have 10 milligrams on deck for the 100 episodes if we want to smoke? Uh... I mean, it could be 10 beers if you drink, you know, you're a drinker. I'm a drinker, you're a drinker. Uh, for the, you know, high take wrestling podcasters that do indulge in such things, maybe that'll be good them. Are me and Will the druggies? Are we the druggies on the podcast? Are we the druggies? Yeah. I, I, you know, Phil, Phil's a mysterious guy, man. I, I, I wonder if Phil indulges in the herbal essence, man, because, you know, I just hit the chat, man. We were talking about it right before we get into wrestling. We were talking about it a couple days ago, and he was like, man, I thought your name was Logan for real. And I was like, nah, that's my alias. 
And then I look up and I look on the gram and I see Phil got like a hosting situation going on. And I'm like, yo, like, when did Phil start taking bookings for, for, for showings? Like, what's going on? Listen, if someone's made a career after being like low key funny and then hella funny in real life, he has done that, bro. And he has done that with like flying colors. Like he is spectacular. All I know is, is he was hosting one minute. Like all I know is he was posting funny memes one minute. He went viral three or four times. And now this fool hosting everything in Waukegan, Wisconsin, Chicago next. Like he got one in Indiana. Bro, he about to be one of the big, I'm telling you, he about to be a comic and he went by one of the biggest comics today. Well, oh, yeah. Watch, I watch, mark my words. He, he gonna, it's gonna find him by accident. Watch, watch. Totally. So I'm mad they just promoted this Prevagen commercial. This dude out here looking like a broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with a hook shot. Oh man, that's not, that's not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> real quick, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the week that wasn't wrestling, I want to kick, put it off to either Logan or Joe. What was something that was like the most newsworthy thing in your opinion? Doesn't matter if you have the same answer. Either one want to take the lead on this? Uh, I'm gonna I'm punt off to Joe. Um, and see what's, what he's thinking um, in terms of the week, what stood out to him. I honestly am in a space where um, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen with WWE. Um, I'm ready for SummerSlam to be over with, to be honest with you, because this whole Calvin thing has me, it has me like this much, this much, like excited because I'm not really, I'm not really locked into it fully or committed to it fully because I honestly feel like um, the moment things, the moment things happen, the moment things start happening, it's gonna fall apart. Like we're gonna be like, ah, all right, trips back at NXT, Stephanie's running raw and SmackDown, we're okay. Nope, he'll come right back. He'll come right back. He'll come right. He went like 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 he might he might do something like really like messed up be like ah oh, you know what I'm gonna sell out of court and give her twenty million dollars and she'd be like oh shit fuck it and I heard and I heard come here guys I okay I heard it was what's her name you remember the girl from Total Divas what's her name uh Maria not Maria what's her name uh Latina chick that got Rosa 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 Mendez. So remember, she like got, she like mooned the crowd by accident when they pulled the pants down and they. Diaz Hayes, girl. Rosa Mendez. Rosa Mendez. Yep. So they fired her after that, and they're saying that that's when she was actually having relations with one Calvin, if you will. She must got so, hot and bothered by those promos you cut about grapefruits and attitude era. This is a deep dark hole though, because last I knew. Rosa was married to Michael P.S. Hayes. I never heard that. She wasn't married to him. She, I mean, got, she got, she when she had that baby, they made it disclosed that that was with, with P.S. Hayes. And last I knew, they were engaged slash getting married. And this was a few years back. So definitely fact check on it. Um, this was in the rumor section when I did see that. But as far as I know, that's who she's been with since she hasn't been in, in ring action. Let me, break, let me break this down for you. Let me break this down for you. Is anybody She's ever- She's been with the same dude for the last seven years, according to- She, she not with Michael PSA? That was like a thing, like rumored that like they had like a fling going, but not like that was his girl. Look, Cause man. I heard, I mean, I already got in like big heat because she was like recovering from having a drinking problem. And like they were out at a bar drinking and like they were putting a little heat on him for that. That was like maybe 10 years ago. Bruh. Bro, look, I'm not, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate all of this, but I'm here for the drama. I'm not here for what the actual happens of everything else. I'm saying Dick's a man slept with that woman. I don't care what no one else says. I don't give a damn. I know he ain't been fit. Listen, hey, listen, we've all seen Linda McMahon, okay? No shade to her. We've seen that woman. Oh, why did she do that? Oh, why did she go there? <laughs> she, she's a beautiful, that's, that's a beautiful Caucasian white woman. That's all I got. I don't got, <laughs> I, got I got another, listen. They put, she she wasn't calling him Big Daddy V. That's the problem. That's it. Ooh, KG. Mm. KG. 
I like where your head's at right there. Let, let me be honest with you, bro. If you think Vince McMahon ain't been out here smashing these divas like Nick Cannon with Wild Out Girl, you got your goddamn mind. I said it. But you know, your homegirl, you know, shout out to the artist formerly known as Nia Jax. She made a tweet maybe a few months before she was released in reference to upper management liking certain type of certains. And yeah, only being committed to pushing those things that they like. She has the nerve to talk. I mean, she got pushed, and she's arguably the most reckless women's wrestler that walked through the door in the last five to ten years. I, maybe, maybe ever. Yeah, but, but if, I, may, if she wanted to get chose by Vincent Kennedy, and you know her size was getting used against her, then hey, you know. No, I'm saying they kept her in that spot. With that being said. She well, she got was... kept in that spot for seven bucks production. We know that. I mean, no, but well, I'm just saying, like, I don't want, not that she's not speaking truth, but I mean, I just don't really want to hear from her. I get it. Wanted. The source. I, I, I get it. She's probably onto something. I'm not going to sit here and deny that. She's clearly onto something. They have, they do push women to have a certain yeah. look. And yeah, unless a fan hijacked. Yo, look at the money in the bank. I was like, yo, how many blondes can we put in one match? I was just going to say that. Listen, Vince has a thing for where he thinks that certain people meet a certain criteria. For example, if you look like Trish Stadish, uh, automatically you're gonna go over. That's what Vince thinks. We can, we can, you can, you can literally point to everything under the sun on NXT right now with him controlling. There are two, there's like one redhead, two br brunettes, everybody else blonde. And then if, and then if you're African-American, you're just black. Get black. Ain't no color in that. Okay. Even 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 Caden has dreads. Blonde. Come on, bro. No, I mean, but at the same time, I, you know, ironically, the ironically, the one person that was a blonde and it fit the prototype, one of some Lara Cross type stuff. Tomb Raider. Cause she's now a black black hair. Did she have to do that or did No, that... she didn't have to. I said ironically, I'm saying that the person that fits the prototype is not the blonde. Because she had to set herself apart. Like even hell, even Marie was a brunette in her life and she went red and thought that yeah. was gonna be everything for her. Then she realized she couldn't fucking wrestle. I she kind of throws it off though, because we've all kind of had that joke, you know, since we've all, you know been friends about him having the type and then you find out in the rumors that it's supposed to be her and it's like well that throws that archetype all out the window unless Rosa didn't went blonde since we last seen her but she no, went blonde at one she went blonde at one point but you know, like I said maybe she maybe she out there calling them popping maybe she out there doing something other ones ain't doing man. No nah, she going she going getting real maybe she getting real nasty over there. <laughs> maybe that's no, don't, no. don't get us canceled. <laughs> no, she going. Like, like, okay, let's stop. Let's stop the narrative right now. This man flirted with this woman. This woman flirted back. This is married. She said no. He said, I'm Benjamin Man, damn it. He hit. And then he fired her. Like that's that's the narrative I'm going with. I don't care what no one else says. That may not be true. That may be slanderous. I don't care. I think this man's evil. I'm making no I'm fucking. I, no, <laughs> I don't I I honestly don't I don't believe for a second that. I think if, if Vince is out here, like if, if Vince out here got caught, caught cheating, he got caught cheating. Like it's, that's what happened. Like, But this isn't the first time he's been caught cheating, right? No, not at all. Not at all, not the first time he got cheating. Him and Lenny, the man separated for a little bit, got back together for a little while, they tried to fix it, did all over it. He's Vince, he's rich. He's rich. Ain't a lot of rich people that's like, yo, I love my wife, because I'm rich. I can because do I because them being married is more of a business than anything. That's why I tell people that and this this is off topic from wrestling a little bit, but considering what we were talking about, his marriage being tumultuous a little bit. They get married, it's business. It's just business, good practice. Linda probably was great for business dealings and happenings. And, you know, she had aspirations. We saw her try to get in public office several occasions and she actually was part of uh, Trump's administration, which also leads to you know, what's not being said as well, that Trump and Vince are kind of from the same type of cloth, man. Like, people don't really want to admit that, but it's true. Yeah. But that's but that's to be noted. Like, you think Vince has called regular billionaires to come and shave their head? No. 
He has a relationship with this man. His yeah. wife was a part of his cabinet, like you just said, which makes no sense whatsoever. But that's what it is. If you think, if you think Vince, if you think Vince had some, if you think Vince felt the way about Trump saying he gonna uh, grab him by the pussy, you got to get Vince had a kiss my ass club. <laughs> that dude, that dude's a that that in itself, and the fact that he's booked matches, kiss my ass matches. That dude's a weirdo. That being said, um, we all know that if he wasn't in his position of power, he had no chance in hell with Rosa. Anyway. Um, the most newsworthy thing for me was the whole Booker T and Adam Cole thing. Um, some people got in their feelings because he said the dude needs to hit the waiver room, basically. Uh, which is funny because people often forget that Booker T praised Adam Cole and said he reminds him a hell of a lot of Shawn Michaels when he was in NXT. And he said he's clearly the best talent to ever walk through the NXT doors. I don't know why people are in their feelings about physiques. Personally, I'm not a physique guy, but I do see that when you look at Adam Cole, he's not a very tall guy. They might they list him. I personally they overlist him. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think he's that tall. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be utilized as a heel, at least in his position as a heel, he does probably need to hit the gym a little bit more. That's his one fault. I mean, it's not you know I'm not. It's it, it's arguably nitpicking, but I'm just saying from a heel's perspective. Like Shawn Michaels wasn't tall, but Shawn Michaels was cut. Look at Shawn Michaels, yeah, like yeah. during that first run, that dude was cut. Like and he had no size to him during that first run. He 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 leaned out, you know, toward the end of the, the end, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he had a little size to him. So, but like you're right, he absolutely was not, you know, like a tall dude. But it's also different eras as well. Like the Booker T era of wrestling and the Shawn Michaels era of wrestling, like. People they did have those super jacked up physiques and you know a yeah. heel looked a look intimidating and on, on purpose, you know the the, the Scott Steiners you know big uh, chains like the the Vaders like uh, uh, the giant Big Show you know what I mean these all were sizable big dudes that you know yeah a lot of them were cut you know what I mean so when you're being used in a prominent role like Adam Cole is when he's been like the leader of stables and he gets pushed to the moon like. I saw the meme, and I'm kind of glad you did bring that up because I saw a meme where they basically had a, a picture of Michael Cole, uh, current day, because Michael Cole's actually, I guess, been working out like a maniac. And Michael Cole's jacked under the suit. So they're like, yo, how is Michael Cole basically more jacked than Adam Cole? Yeah, it's just for me, and that's a great point. And then, too, for me, Certain guys that don't look jacked when they have, you know, the shirt off or whatever, even when they are in their regular gear, like Adam Cole's never looked cut. Like, you could see some of these dudes, like even before Roman added muscle mass, you could tell Roman, for example, was somewhat cut. Like, he's dead. He took it to another level once mm-hmm. he got this heel run cracking. But I don't know. It just it basically doesn't even look like Adam Cole works out in a sense. It's probably what Booker T is getting to. With that being said, bell to bell, I couldn't name 10 people better than Adam Cole in the AEW. Uh, on the mic, I couldn't name five people better than him. The point is, I'm just saying, like, I, I get where Booker's coming from. I just think people are too, it's to the point now is it's like, people just gotta, gotta stop being so damn sensitive. I said it, it, it it's too much. Did, did Adam Cole respond to Booker T's comments? He hasn't, or? it was, it, he hasn't. It's been like Renee and, uh, who else would responded to it? I think like Eddie Kingston took a take because people were t- criticizing his physique. Mm-hmm. But I think, but see, that's 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 part of the mystique. Adam Cole talks so much shit to you, like I can whoop your ass. I'm gonna whoop your ass. I'm yeah. gonna whoop your ass. I'm gonna fuck you up. You smell as shit. I'm bigger than you. And then he go out there and you have a match with him and you realize how tough he is, how yeah. hard he is, and how much he's fucking you up. Yeah, that's part of that's part of the see th- this whole physique thing bothers me because sometimes it's a part of their character as to why they are built the way they're built. Example, you think as well as Paul Heyman can talk, you think that he just big boned it and he just liked that on purpose? Like he don't like going to the gym or something like that? No, he's going with the stereotype. Uh, an overweight Jewish man that talks a lot of shit and makes a lot of money. He's going with the stereotype. Period. Triple H was born and bred from Connecticut, which basically means he had 
um, all the facilities and novelties to be successful and get his body right. Shawn Michaels was a heartbreak kid. He had to look good looking, which means his physique had to be a certain way. You tell me Bret Hart can get that same physique? No, nah, Bret Hart. Bret Hart by no means was a guy that was like cut up, but he was in the gym. He could lift your ass. He could throw your ass around and you, could be, you know what I'm saying? But he wouldn't cut up like Shawn Michaels. The physique he would. Right, he right. wasn't cut like Sean, but he was a little cut. Now you live right now, bro. Yeah, I was saying, that was kind of cut, bro. He wasn't like Sean Michael as far as like as far as like the uh like his core, like around like the stomach area and stuff, probably. But then yeah. he also wrestled with the uh the singlet top, basically. So we really don't know though. I was looking yeah. like just based yeah. on biceps, I thought Brett actually he was kind of cut that last run. Listen, Brett, 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 Brett was cut the fuck up, okay? But I'm saying he didn't have to be because of his character. Like, yeah. like, like when Gargano revamped his body to kind of fit the mold for his character that he wanted to be different, that's why he did that, because the body is a part of your character. Yeah. Adam Cole has been a bit, like, thicker, pause, back in the day. Um, like the P D PDW PD PWG days when he was at Ring of Honor for a little bit, he had to get a little master, he could be above 220. <clears throat> but for what he does, it doesn't make a difference. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not for what he does. The whole narrative of the whole like physique thing, he has to look the same thing, whatever. John Cena had to look too. But John Cena realized I need to be able to wrestle, do quality wrestling, and then also be able to be entertaining as well. And he does that. Now his body is his body is great physique. Yeah, it's great physique. But that's a part of what he had to do before that, which would be the prototype, the mm -hmm. prototypical look of it all. So right. that was from that. These yeah. guys are all capable of being in the gym all day, every day, lifting out all day, every day, but sometimes it's just a part of the fucking character. Yeah. I mean, but that, that's why I wanted to point that out, because, you know, it's just the, the difference in the errors. Like, we get that all the time. Like, uh, I listen to Busted Open uh, podcast a lot, and book, uh, not not Booker T, uh, Bully Ray always has, he he gives guys their props, but it's little things that be like, <laughs> you know, he'll, he'll critique that it's like, it doesn't seem like it's a major thing, but it's because of the difference in the era. It's like, okay, these new guys, they more focused on the moves that they're doing than telling the story in the ring, right? So they are harbor on certain things and practices that they had to do during their runs and their eras of wrestling versus what, what gets accepted. Now, I kind of think about like when Adam Cole and Keith Lee had their match at Great American Bash. Was that two years ago, right? Or was it a year Yeah, ago? two years. And, you know... Like Joe said, you know, Adam Cole threw everything at Keith Lee, you know what I mean, as a heel, like, to make it believable. And, and Keith was selling everything. But Keith was, you know, obviously two, three times the size of Adam Cole, which is why he had to throw his whole arsenal at him. But giving him a little more size, maybe if he even got to, like, old Shawn Michaels size and kept that, I think that would probably help the character a little bit more. But it ain't necessary. Like in today's era, wrestling is not necessary. Most wrestlers are shorter and smaller guys anyway. So, you know, I think that's the only reason he's throwing that I think, like, to piggyback off of what Tim was saying, though, about past eras, though, I think it's more on the lines of some of these people want to kind of keep kayfabe alive type thing. It's yeah. just like you didn't see nobody. And like I said, once again, Adam Cole, phenomenal wrestler. It's just the believability standpoint. This dude kicking somebody's ass just. Yeah. And you look at the baby faces he goes up against, most of them are bigger than him outside of the Dark Honors. Hell, because Champa's cut up. So there's yeah. another person that goes up against him. That's what I'm saying. But Champa's a shorter guy. So that's why I kind of like, I see where Joe's coming from. But it's just like, there's really no excuse to not look like you work out at all. That's all yeah. I think Booker T's point was. But like I said, once again, yeah, he praised the guy as the greatest talent to come through there. So I think and he, and he's a great talent. Like, you can't take that away from him. Yeah. Sure. At least Booker T didn't say he wanted to make him a manager and cut his hair. <laughs> and that, but see, that's the other thing though. A guy that's built like Adam Cole during their era, you know what I'm saying? During the, the, the peak of Monday Night Raw or Nitro, he'd have been a Joe Barry extraordinaire. Like he was not going to be pushed the way he's pushed now. And it's just, a, it's an era difference. And I think if Booker had said that, then, you know, but I think also Booker put stuff out there because he know people going to gravitate towards it and it's going to go viral. Like a lot of his stuff goes viral now. So I think some of these little hot takes be just that hot takes to get people talking. Absolutely. Uh, 
Uh, Calvin's an idiot. I just want to put that out there. Uh, so let me let me uh, uh, before before you do that, bro. Let me let me get my thing of the week because I ain't gonna get my. Thing. Uh, I'm gonna do something I don't always do. I want to give AEW some props. There was two matches that took place on Dynamite this week that I thought were real good matches. Uh, it was a qualifier match uh, for the All Atlantic Championship uh, match that's taking place at Forbidden Door between Malachi Black and Penta Oscuro. I think, did I say that right, KG? Correct. Correct. I thought that was a very good match. Uh, Penta did a good job of kind of selling a back, lower back injury during the match, which is why he didn't end up losing. He ended up losing and Malachi went on to win and qualify for that Forbidden Door match. But I thought that was a pretty good match. Pretty good storytelling in the ring. Uh, Penta is definitely one of my favorites when it comes to AEW. And uh, to see Malachi getting pushed as well is actually good. My other match, I just want to get some props to. I was talking to KG and everybody about it earlier in the week, about it possibly being the uh, match of the week. And that was the uh, was the trios match. That was Best Friends versus uh, United Empire. And that had just about, it had good spots in it. It had good wrestling in it. Uh, timing was on point. Uh, moves, it's like WTF. I think they did some type of power driver off of the middle rope, something like yeah. that. Awesome, awesome sauce. So I just wanted to get him their flowers. It's good to finally see Will Austin too. I've been hearing about him from Joe for years now since we've been, you know, doing pod and stuff, but I hadn't caught a glimpse of him on television yet. So to see him finally and like, okay, yeah, this dude's the real deal. Like, you know, it was, it's different for him versus how it was with Kenny Omega. I was, Kind of skeptical with Kenny Omega until he became champion. Then I was like, yeah. Or when he would face certain people, I'd be like, right, this guy's really good. But to see a Will Ospreay, so far, so good. Let me say, go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, and not to harp on it, but that's another dude that's not big in terms of height and hell shape, too. Will Ospreay. Yeah. So I, I just think that's that's all Booker was saying. Just, just do your part as a, as a professional. But go ahead, though, Joe. I have discovered the following, that um, wrestlers that wrestle in New Japan and then come here have to slow down because they move mm -hmm. so fast in New Japan. Mm -hmm. Realize I watched the match <clears throat> there because in New Japan, it's boom, 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 boom. Dramatic fallout for about a good two or three minutes. Boom, 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 Dramatic clock on truth. And that lasts for like good 30 to 45 minutes, which is why those guys can go forever. Here in America, our attention spans, if we love you, are long, but if they're not, you got 15 minutes tops. Like, for example, the John Cena Orton matches, after like match, like three or four of those matches, you're like, okay, come on, I might do something. Hurry up. So, watching that, Will Ospreay has to slow down. But since he slowed down, it's they've been good quality matches. They haven't been like bad matches. They've been good matches. They've been really, really good. So it, it's a pleasure to still see him like that and see that actual setup for it and to see how well it's actually going as well. I, I don't think, in, in my personal opinion, I don't think that, I, I think Kenny Omega's had to do that too so dramatically that it has taken away from his like athletic ability of how like athletic he really is. But at the same time, Will Ospreay, is like the king of their like dojo in LA. Like he's he's their guy in LA. He's their guy. Like he doesn't need WWE or AEW. He's in the New Japan do New Japan uh, dojo in LA. He runs that. You know what I'm saying? So I think him and Orange Cassie's match is gonna be nuts. That might, God willing, that might be the match of the night. That that might be the match of the night. I, but I think the reason why he's been in New Japan is to catch up with Will Ospreay. I think he's known he's gonna do this for a while. Like, I think they put him in the dojo over there because he had to know he had to do it for a while or he was injured, I'm not sure. But I know he's in New Japan for a little bit. Now, I will say this, um, speaking of your comparison to New Japan, how fast they go and things like that in AEW. I will say, this is why I think more people need to get Randy Orton and Flowers. There's a lost artist selling stuff. I'm sorry, man, but people don't need to be getting up as soon as they got super kicked or power drive and then getting right up and hitting somebody with a lariat. <laughs> Stay your ass down and sell the damn power drive. 
Because back in our day, you got power drive. That was the end of the match. That was it. Yeah. If, if you got power you drive, you might got stretched out. Right. If you got power drive back in the day, you did the shoulder. Th- you, you, you guys know what the shoulder thing is. Yeah. Ne- yeah. And you and you was done for. It. You know what I'm saying? Like you got like that. That was your cell. You, your neck was off. You fucked up. Your neck. Your neck fucked up. So now when people don't like. We've gotten it's, it's, so, it's about a psychology thing. Go ahead, sorry. We've we've gotten so comfortable with like something being cool that now we just can't accept for something just being good. By the way, we're gonna miss Randy Orton because WWE's not gonna be the same without him. They're not. They're gonna struggle. If anything, that would have been an acceptable person to take Roman's title. Acceptable. I'd say it was the best. I said acceptable. Acceptable. That, that was supposed to be the main event of SummerSlam. Now we got a. Uh... You know what we got. I ain't even gonna say it. All I'm going to say though is uh then now forever together. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think Roman is like you don't think Roman is like again? I, I just I just want to point out how both remaining members of Legacy are on the shelf, unfortunately. Somebody get Ted Jr. in the phone, see what he's doing. Oh no, he dodged in lawsuits. Never mind. Lawsuits. That's what he doing. He dodged in lawsuits. I forgot about that. I wouldn't. That wouldn't even me. Like I know I'm gonna do stuff like that on purpose to be sarcastic. I was like, it hit my mind. I was like, oh, never mind. He <laughs> he dodged in the people versus. That's who he dodged. He not dodging. No, he not dodging. No wrestling. Yeah. Real quick, I'm gonna touch on something um, to piggyback. I'll tell him about dynamite. Outside of the Texas comments about Luke Perry, I thought that was a hell of a promo by Christian. He addressed Absolutely. the MJF thing. Um, he said, "You know what? You you feel like you want more money? How about you have a match that fans talk about for more than just a week? <laughs> what did he say? He said more than just a week and have uh, a eat, match eat my that they, yeah that they name a pay per view after or something. He said, oh yeah, he did. So he said yeah. that TLC. There you go. I think for refreshing my mind. Let's see, this is why team teamwork makes a dream work. Teamwork makes uh, dream work. He he was on one man." He, he yeah. said, "Hey, that was a hell of a promo." Dynamite was just great this week, man. The piece that I, mean, I haven't even finished it all the way. I think I got like one more match to watch, but it was just the pacing of Dynamite this week was it, it was hitting everything it needed to hit, especially leading into a, a, a pay per view that's as big as Forbidden Door is gonna be. So I was just, I was like, "Yo, I gotta make sure I uh, uh, give them they, they, they props because I'm kind of the one that always kind of harbors on, you know." them doing a ton of moves in a match and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it this week. So I just had to make sure I gave it this prop. All right. Listen. And, and real quick, sorry, Joe. Uh to piggyback what you said about that match too, that six man, that trios between Pony Vice and Orange Cassidy against United Empire. Um, there were a lot of spots there, but it wasn't people not selling stuff. Like people got hit with stuff and then somebody else would come in. And I'm like, I appreciate that more than you got tornado DDT then you up and you just like power bomb somebody. Yeah. It's just like, come on, bro. Yeah. So yeah, no, I enjoyed that too. And, and there was like all of it was crisp too. There was no there was no botches or anything like that too. So and there's some dangerous spots going on there in terms of the moves. Like that guy, uh, when uh Aussie Open tossed I forgot how they tossed, I think they tossed Rocky Romero. One of them tossed him and he caught him and like power bombed him. I was like, what the hell was that? I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah, yeah. There was a way he tossed him. Like he had him up. Like he was like, like he was like in a kind of hard, like almost like a package power driver type thing. And he Mm -hmm. threw him and he got caught in power. I've never seen that before ever. And it's that speed that Joe was just talking about. Like those guys are deceptively fast. It was like sitting there. They some big dudes. Whoa. Like they were moving. Bro, when you, bro, when you're in the dojo in New Japan, you're not. The, the, the story you're telling is okay. In America, we love Marvel movies. Okay, Marvel movies have a slow build to them. They have. I'm a DC guy. Stop that! No, you're not. Get the fuck out of here! No, you're not. Don't even lie to people like that. We're not going to lose listeners because you're a DC guy. Stop lying to them. I'm really not. <laughs> so, no, I mean, so I'm America, not a DC we, guy. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we, we like we like Marvel movies in America, right? In Japan, they like anime. All right. The difference is they don't like 
I don't mean anime like Dragon Ball Z where there's like a slow build and then they fight type thing. I mean like they like anime literally like uh, Demon Slayer where it's like starting off the rip some fucked up shit is happening and it's fucked up and it's fast. And mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you're telling the story as you're going and it's a long journey but it's always action packed. In America, we want to be able to have like the big fighting sequence be done with it, then move on to the next thing or whatever, and go on to the next movie, or whatever. And mm -hmm. it's not as long of a journey as it is. It's so fast out there that like the big guys out there are fast. Their biggest guy in the Bullet Club is fast as shit. He's fast as fuck in that fucking ring. Him and Kenny Omega going back and forth, and they're both moving really fucking fast. Kenny will get this reference. It's like watch. It's like when humans watch Super Saiyans fight, they really have to do this. While Super Saiyan, mm -hmm. like that's that's just that's just the mindset of what they do. Like in J Japan, they watch wrestling like this. Humans, like here in America, we watch it like, ah, oh, oh, like because that's just how we watch it. Like that's just how we see it. So watching those two things unfold is it's crazy. To, it's crazy to see it and not to watch them have to slow down. Sidebar. Sidebar. Cash Wheeler is fucking awesome too. It is going to be a hard thing when they have to break the fuck up because you do not know who to cheer for. He will ass versus Jeff Cobb. I'm not going to spoil it for you who won. It was a great fucking match. Secondly, I'm going to ask you two this question. Who is Dale Bryan's, I'm sorry, Brian Daniels' replacement for Forbidden Door? Ambler. Cesaro. 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 We've been we've been talking about that for the last couple of days in our group chat. KG definitely has been saying Cesaro. Um, I've been saying Gargano just because. Well, we got even a little bit more proof as to why I would think he would be there because he's doing a signing in Chicago tomorrow at um where is it Soldier Field? Somewhere not Soldier Field, but somewhere they're doing like a a, a thing where they you know people can come get signs and autographs and all that kind of stuff. So that led led to the speculation even more. Me personally though. Uh, even though Cesaro's probably been out longer, um, I just I think this should this would be the time if I'm Tony to pull the trigger if I did sign Gargano because I think Gargano would probably get the bigger reaction. Unfortunate, and it ain't an unfortunate thing. It's just you like yeah. what you like. I don't but, say that because Forbidden Door is in Chicago, and Chicago's a hardcore wrestling town. Plus, I don't think the I don't think the mainstream knows Gargano like that because if you think about it, outside of Adam Cole. How many NXT guys got called up for a quick appearance and they actually got their name chant? Adam Cole got his name chant. I when Gargano got called NXT, NXT. These guys, they got a name. Yeah. He got, he got I'll I'll tell you this, bro. I, I I'll be honest with you. I would be more excited to see Cesaro versus Zack Saber Jr. than Johnny Gargano versus Zack Saber. I, I, I would just more so for it's, me, I hope it's Cesaro. I think mm -hmm. Gargano. I would say I'll put up a proper twelve that it's going to be Gargano just to bet just to bet against you. Mm -hmm. to bet against KG because he's saying he's saying Cesaro. I'm saying oh, Cesaro because I'm no, saying no, Cesaro too. So I'm going against you because it's always just fun bidding with gets you. No offense, it's just fun more fun that way. <laughs> Me and KG, I take, I take risks, man. You know. Right, well, I already, I already got one going with you. I ain't about to buy put two bottles up. We got we got the one <laughs> we got the one bet for SummerSlam. No, the reason I say it too, because Excalibur said the person that they're doing is going to be in the Blackpool Combat Club. Gargano, Gargano doesn't fit that stable. Right. He doesn't. That's, I just, that's I, why I don't think it's going to be him mainly. If it, Now, if he didn't say that, mm -hmm. I might have been like 50-50. But when okay. he said that, and based on Brian Anderson's verbiage and that promo, how much he said he trusts the person to replace him, him and Gargano are, were cool. They're not as tight as him and Cesaro are, though. Mm -hmm. like, and uh, also... The whole William Regal thing, that was his last match. It was against Cesaro. Mm -hmm. It kind of did. like, there's just a lot of backstory there where it's like, that's the only reason I'm leaning towards it. Not that Gargano doesn't have a history with Regal, but I feel like Gargano was more of a Triple H guy than a Regal guy. I could be wrong. I don't know their their relationship. Yeah. I just personally, but, I, I want to see, okay, they have the AEW interim match, right? Uh, title match. And let's say Moxley wins it, right? Two-time champ. Well, this this be Moxley third time. No, nah, two time. Yeah, no one's been a two time. Nobody's been a two time world champ. There's only been one. There's only one. Uh, 
No, that's not. That's a lie. Because the TNT champ should be being passed around. Yeah, like, a, like a damn video vixen at a rap opening party. But um, the tag team titles has only had one team that's been that's the Young Bucks. There's been no double AEW World Champions. Okay, so let's say Moxley wins. I, me personally, the only reason I don't want it to be Cesaro for that potential match because I want Cesaro to come out at the end of that match and go immediately into the title picture. Now that's not being, that's not gonna happen though because they said Punk's gonna face the winner. I know. Um, so okay, let's say they do. Let's just say they do go with my my theory, right? Who would you rather see Punk go up against, Cesaro, or would you rather him go up against Moxley? Well, I mean, granted, I don't know this, so you might be on something. So I will do a caveat and, you know, say, I'll, I'll say I was wrong real quick just because I don't know how I'm punked out. So you could be on something with that. Um, if Cesaro shows up, though, I just don't think they're going to put him in the heel position because he's never been the best talker. Like he can, he can connect with fans, but he's better off being a baby face trying to connect with fans than he would be a heel on his own. Like if they can get somebody to come in with him, like maybe. If he maybe if he's a part of Team Taz or something, that would make sense to have it to happen that way. I just don't see Cesaro as a heel in AEW right now because that's part of that problem right now. They don't have enough people that can top on their own. And see, I'm glad you brought that up, and this is why I harped on that when they did the uh, the the, the, the uh, what's it called again? Blackpool what? Combat Club. Black Blackpool Combat Club when they put it's called the BCC. Guys. I know it's it's dangerously oh. close to something. Say pause. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of like you could have William Regal turn on them and go and align with Cesaro, and that could be his mouthpiece. You know, and that just kind of writes the story for itself. Because yeah, know, but if you want to hide, people, and, 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 and Moxley don't need nobody to talk for him. They'd be able to run that by themselves. You know what I mean? You, you don't, but you know who might show up. You said somebody's showing up again. We're here. Ah. Uh. Mm. If I'm, Moxley wins and attacks him, that oof, oof. Because I, I think it just writes. Gray, Gray might show. I think Gray might show up and do that. That angle is what I'm saying. Oof. Are you saying Tony Khan went into the into the into the bank stashed to get <laughs> to both of them? Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I see where you come from. It's just that's the whole thing. That's the only reason I see Cesaro is more than likely. I just Gargano, like granted, Will Uter ain't like I like him, but. Yeah, his style is a little bit more violent than that whole stable. Is like Gargano didn't really have a like now Champa, for example, if he was a free agent, I could I would be even more so torn because Champa's style is Smash Mouth. Gargano yeah. didn't really have a Smash Mouth style. That's the, that whole stable's like Ooh. calling card to have a Smash Mouth style. Cesaro, yeah. he'd be doing that pop up uppercut. I'd be feeling that shit <laughs> from the crib <laughs> watching him. Yo, look, not and not to not to try to like ruin the vibe, but if. If oof, if if Moxley wins, and let's 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 say Mox wins, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, goes dark, goes dark. He was here, we're here. Ooh, ooh. You mean it's not gonna? You mean it's not gonna go dark and sad? Them scenes gonna come out again? It'll, bro. It'll it'll go. <laughs> it'll go up. Get myself the It'll go up in Chicago, bro. It, Oof. They gonna turn the lights and off. He could come back. They gonna turn the lights off of Saturday Sing again. Yeah, and he yeah. could come back with a a, a variation of the Wyatt <laughs> Club with Eric Rowan and, uh, and Adam Shear. I don't know if he's still going by Braun uh, um, Wrestling. I think he's going by his real name now. But when, yeah, no, nah, I think he's going by Titan. Right? He's going by Titan. Yeah, with uh, yeah, he is. He's going by Titan. And so then he's doing Eric that. Redbeard. Yeah. So you could go with that, and they could all pop up and attack Moxley, and you got a, a built-in feud right there. Oof. And it's called Forbidden Door, so even though he's technically not. The only reason what y'all might not show up, I don't know if he was just, uh, what do you call it, working the fans. He was saying that AEW wasn't letting people be a part of the control your narrative thing. And then some mm-hmm. of them wanted to work that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if he was just working. Uh, I think they got to be at work because they letting them do everything else they want to do. On the- <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't let them. Well, you're having death matches and stuff. Right. Why wouldn't well, you I, think, I, think it's, I think it's some stuff they're trying to create the narrative for, they're trying to dictate, but. I don't know, man. Like that man, ain't, that that man ain't been here in like wait, we ain't seen we ain't seen him in a little bit. But if he come in this, if he come in this motherfucker, talk about some, yeah, I'm be like, oh, 
Listen. It's going up, man. It's going up. Listen. And it's and in Chicago? Yeah. 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 They, they might pull it. They might pull it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It, oof. Mm. Boy, hey, look. Real quick, I got, it's I in my. Um, I'll go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. I was just gonna say. No, I want to say the only. T- Wait, you got? No, no. The only uh, reason I was gonna say too, you could say that just because the young bucks really want Candice LeRae, and I don't think one company is getting one without the other. I could be wrong, but I just feel like they're gonna stay with the same company. So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. So Forbidden Door has twelve matches. Shit. Yeah, we might just want to say like two we excited about because it's gonna be harder. <laughs> Unless we want to do like bam, 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 boom, quick picks type thing. Boom, 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 boom. That's the West Side. Let's see right there. <laughs> All right, so and he might be ringside like he does at most pay per views. Uh, I just try to run through them real quick. Y'all just kind of give a, 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 a winner loser or who you think gonna win. All right. All right. So uh, we we just talked about the interim uh, AEW World Title match. So we did we pick a winner. I think it's across the board, Moxley. I don't think there's any way to put it on Tanahashi. Okay. All right. Fatal four away for the All-Atlantic title. Miro versus Pac versus Malachi Black versus Clark Connors, who's replacing Tomohiro Ishii. 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 Malachi. Black. Uh, I'm going to go with Pac. It would make sense if it come full circle since he blinded him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Fatal Four Way for the IWGP World Heavyweight Title. FTR Forever the Revival. Let's see. Uh, oh, this for the Heavyweight Title. Kaz, Kaz, Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada. Versus Adam Cole versus Adam Page versus Jay White. Jay White. Jay White. I just thought they wouldn't have done the title change there. They could have. I'm surprised they did it there. They could have somehow got Jay White involved without doing it at Dominion, but they already did it. I don't think they're going to do another title change two weeks later. They could have just let him walk out with it tomorrow, but eh, that's not there over there. All right, all right. And for, for all the people names, I'm, I'm butchering my apologies. Yeah, okay. you got to apologize. I, I, I did the same thing to Okada's name. I thought it was Kazuchika. Kazuchika. <laughs> all right. Uh, winner takes all triple threat tag team title match. Uh, Ring of Honor, Champions, FTR, IWGP champions, United Empire, and Rapanji Vice, Tremperetta, and Rocky Romero. FTR. 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 There's no doubt about that. It's FTR. All right. It's just, they're, just, they're just too hot right now. Why not? Yeah. They call it. It'd be a disservice if it went any other way. It'd be really fucked up. Like if, if Rapanji Vice gets it, that is fucked up booking. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I like sat them sing with the lights out. Yeah, bro. It's... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the third time I said that. I'm sorry. What does it mean? <laughs> like, what, what is the actual fucking meaning? Why are we doing that? That's a terrible idea. Like, uh, right. oh. All right. Uh, women's world title match. Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa. I almost said Tony time, but no, it's, it's Thunder. It's, it's, storming, it's storming outside. <laughs> Thunder Rosa. Thunder yeah, I think I think Thunder retains here. Um, yeah, <laughs> you see what they did there, Th- Thunder versus Storm. I didn't even notice that until just now. right. Hey, you know, Thunder Rose will have fine ass. Let's see, IWGP United. Down States down there, Cowboy. There's a reason why we didn't pick another Cowboy. <laughs> IWGP United States Heavyweight Title Match: Orange Cassidy versus Will Osprey. Will Osprey. Will Osprey. I'll be. Yeah. Let's put it this way: I'll be shocked if there's a title because this is the only. Time, only time I see changing hands where somebody's going to be going over to another, where it's like guaranteed somebody's going to be coming over to somebody else's promotion going forward is that triple threat. I don't see anybody losing their title to somebody from the other promotion. I could be wrong, though. No. All right. Okay. Uh, Bullet Club versus Dudes with Attitude. Darby Allen, Sting, and Los Ingo Bernalas de Japan. Jaki and Himoro Takahashi. Yeah, I'm going to Bullet Club. Just, 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 just because. Well, first of all, hopefully Sting will be out here no selling chair shots tomorrow. That's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> we love, we love you, it. Sting, but still, we love to see it. He's sixty. We love to see it. All right, sixty plus. We love to see it. 
He's selling. He's no selling his chair shots like Vince on TV. No selling these accusations. Right. Man. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kingston. Oh, excuse me. Eddie Kingston, uh, Shota Umino, and Ring of Honor Pure Champion Wheeler Utah. They sex gods in their part. Yep. Suzuki. I, I agree with sex gods. I'm going with the sex gods too. Uh, Zach Saber, we already covered that already. We're going to say, so you guys are saying uh, Cesaro. I'm saying Gargano. And who will win? The mystery, the mystery man, just because you want to build momentum for blood and guts. Okay. Uh, Which is in four days. Yeah, whatever you want. They're going to win. Okay. Now we got the buy in pre show Max Max Caster in the Gun Club versus Team New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo. That's where they get New Japan. They'll do, and they'll they'll, they'll let them win that one. Yeah, they will. Fans might not be happy though. I feel like Cass is gonna be super over tomorrow in Chicago. So he should be. Uh, let's see. Also on the uh, pre-show, uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, uh, Shinobu rather. I'll go with Keith Lee and Swerve just because they're building towards a possible split, but you want to keep them to have some type of relevancy before the split happens. I don't know if one of them is going to join Team Cavs or what, but I feel like they still have unfinished business with Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs. It hasn't been settled yet, so okay. we want them to still stay looking strong because I think Hobbs and Starks are a top five-ranked tag team. So. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going with that as well. And Ricky Starks is just undeniable. We got to, you got to, you got to push him more. You have to. He just, he too fucking cool right now, bro. You got to really yeah. push him more. All right, another pre-show match: QT Marshall and Aaron Solo versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshi Hashi. Anybody besides QT QT Marshall? <laughs> the <laughs> fact that he, the fact that he's doing that, and he has been doing that for a while. I pick against him every time. Yeah, anybody besides that motherfucker. Fuck him. Excuse me. Excuse my language. <laughs> All right. So that's the matches, man. Real quick, I would say I'm most excited about, just because I haven't seen him, I heard how great he is as a technical wrestler. I'm excited to see Zach Sabre Jr. for the first time. Um, and then that fatal four-way for the world title. I feel like those are the potential match stealers. Granted, like Joe was saying, Osprey and Cassidy, too, because Orange Cassidy deceptively has had some. Because I'm be real with you. In terms of the matches I've seen Jericho have one-on-one, he might have had Jericho's best match on Dynamite, like during the yeah. pandemic. That might have been Jericho's best match in AEW. It's yeah. from a singles perspective, from tag team matches, like the multi-man matches he's had better, like the Anarchy Arena and the Stadium Stampede, but in prior singles competition, that might have been Jericho's best match in AEW. For the record, if you were looking to see CWC, Zack Sabre Jr., that guy's dead. This new Zack Sabre Jr. with an attitude that's a bit of an asshole. You won't like that motherfucker. He's awesome. Uh, I'm excited about actually the World Heavyweight, uh, the championship match. I just think it's, I think I've seen uh, Tanahashi fighting New Japan, and he's always, he's always did good, he's always in good matches. They've always been really good. And they've always been really like, you know, check out the hard string of good matches. Able to tell a story, motion capture, the crowd, all that jazz. Like, they've always been really good matches. So, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm not excited about paying the 50 bucks, though. Because last time I paid 50 bucks, now, two times now, I've been disappointed. It's got to be better. Talking to you, Tony. Talking to you. Is, is it on uh, Bleacher Report Live? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it uh, tonight as soon as I get out of my gig. That way, tomorrow, I'm just going to rest him. Watch that box, so I'll pass it It's gonna be a nice little long pay per view. Twelve matches is a lot. That that is gonna be four hours, my friend. It's it's gonna start at seven. We're not gonna be until like eleven. Yeah, I'm just gonna be hitting Duncan in the morning. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm Monday. <laughs> well, no, I mean that just tomorrow because yeah, I usually don't even do coffee, drink coffee on the weekends, but I want to make sure I'm awake for this because. I'm not about to drop this money and then be like getting ready to pass out like I did. What was that? I think it was Revolution. See, maybe I hated Revolution secretly too, because that was the one I fell asleep on. Yeah, I like the last the last two AEW reviews have been trash to me. The last two, I thought you liked Double or Nothing. 
you maybe talking the last two prior to Double or Nothing because I do think you were pretty high on Double. Oh, okay. Double Nothing was good. Oh, okay. Cool. You saw, so you're talking Full Gear and Full Gear. You didn't like Full Gear? Either? Well, that's another discussion. We'll get into another time. We want to say which, which, which one? Which one was the? It one? was Revolution. That was the one you're talking about. Because I remember we were talking about, and I was like, I, I kind of co-signed that at first, but I didn't say like it was as bad as you said it. Then I realized like I fell asleep on it too. But Full Gear was Full Gear was pretty good because that that had the Kingston and Punk match, which was probably one of Punk's better matches outside of the Dog Collar match. Which was that was good. Uh, uh, Daniel Sinamiro was pretty good. I thought that was good. Uh, Hangman and Omega that was pretty good. I don't think it was five and a half stars like no that New was Japan, New Japan, Japan, Japan guys. It was, it was like so maybe you are talking about double or nothing then because it was probably no. it was one. No, it was one. It was one that I was really upset about. Okay, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't two. I'm sorry. It was one. The last, the so last one, one and a half. I'll say, because there was something that I just didn't like that I didn't agree with. But it's okay. It's all right. All right. What we got? That's it. That's, That's it, it, man. Unless y'all got anything else y'all want to touch on from the other shows during the week, uh, you know, from Raw, uh, NXT. We talked about him. We talked about Dynamite. Uh, we didn't talk about Rampage. If you had anything you want to touch on that. It was just good matches. They were all good matches. It was if Ray Phoenix doesn't get a singles title, like if he doesn't get TT Championship in the next two or three years, it's a problem with AEW. They need to fix it. Um, but other than that, though, that's it. That, that's about it. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, KG, you ready to make a, a a wrestler of the week pick, or you want to wait until uh, Forbidden Forbidden Door? I want to wait to Forbidden Door, but if I was to do an early nomination, um, I don't want to pick the same person. I mean, you could pick the same person two weeks in a row. I won't go that route. Uh, I'm going to give her flowers in, in defeat. I will say unconventional right pick right here. Uh, Liv Morgan does not get the credit she deserves as how much she's improved in the ring compared to when they uh, pulled, called her up too early from NXT. I think she's put in a lot of work to improve everything, every aspect about her presentation and her abilities in the ring. So, true, I agree with that sentiment. I do as well. Uh, it's flashes of uh, Naomi in there. Naomi had put in that same kind of work to get better once they uh, split her from the other Funkadactyl. And um, you know, it the, one that, says, the it, one that says she on day black man. Oh yeah, you know. Then, I'm sorry, I got, I'm getting too to spicy. But then went to, but then went to go work out with Ray J to get some like media attention. Goofy motherfucker. Only love HH man. Almost as goofy as the people that still affiliate with Tesla. Yeah, I'm talking about Mercedes. You know what? First off, first off, you know what I don't want, and this might be a hot take. I do not want Mercedes to go to AEW. I don't want her to touch anything in the AEW ring. Not unless she's with New Japan first. No, she needs to. She needs to do kind of like what Jay White did. Jay White went to Impact first for a spell, right. then he went over to AEW. I wouldn't mind that. New Japan would probably be a good destination for her as well. That's perfect. To go and get some, you know, some right. shine over there if, uh, if she does in fact get released. The only reason I disagree is because they need more people with personality. Some of them are starting to show it a little bit more, but the division actually need, like the, all the other WWE guys that went there. It's kind of being overkill, almost. Um, but you understand it because they have the TV experience. I feel like the women's division could actually utilize her right away. I'm not saying I want to see her go there, but it wouldn't be. Her. Let's just put it this way: Naomi's the one that doesn't need to go there. Between the two of them, I'm not no pot shot to Naomi. She's hell improved, but I don't think they have a spot for her where she's going to be a star right away. Sasha goes there; she's a star right away. Now. I will give now this ain't really a hot take. This might be a rumor I'm gonna create here. I did see that uh Jay Cargill's stable is looking for a new hottie to be a part of that. Ooh, Sasha ain't settling for that. Uh no, no, not Sasha. I'm are you saying Naomi? Yeah. No, uh, it's it it maybe one of those slow burn things where she comes in and she takes over basically. I mean, I, Naomi fits that. It's just I don't, want, I don't want Sasha or Naomi on AEW Darker Elevation. Period. Sasha ain't on Darker Elevation, bro. Sasha will put that in her contract. She's not yeah, doing Darker nah. Elevation. Like that ain't happening. She's she getting the bag. 
It's it's Tony Storm been on there like two or three times. That's Tony Storm. No disrespect to Tony Storm, but Tony, Tony Storm, Storm didn't know Sasha Banks. Hey, no. Mercedes Vernon. I ain't talking about like I ain't talking about ring. I ain't talking about ring wise. I'm talking about the total package. That's what I'm, 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 I'm saying. I don't trust. I no, don't. but Tony's not the total package, bro. Tony in terms of in terms of in terms of the personality, Sasha has way more personality than I would argue. Damn near every woman on the roster outside of maybe each. No, yeah, I'll stick with every woman on the roster. And there's nothing no slight at them because really we'll showing be- how much personality she has. But like we're talking, we're talking about you know about levels of this stuff compared to the rest of that roster. Could you see how like I'm sorry, did you see how Britt Baker's promos are falling off since Cody left? They said she's yeah. writing her stuff. Yo, and yeah. she still it has good it, promos. But I'm saying you talking, we talking. Uh, Super Saiyan, regular, we're talking regular Super Saiyan compared to Super Saiyan Blue. That's right. Sasha Super Saiyan Blue. I ain't done, I just because of her hair color. Bro, look, bro, she would, she would. I don't trust Tony Khan, bro, to do the right thing. If Sasha popped up on AEW, they would literally have to bury everybody and put the title on her immediately. They would be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't. I'm talking about Finger Poker Doom bad type of berry like she got to come in and literally just poke thunder rose and take the title off of her it has to be like brock lesnar bad when ali was mustafa ali was on top of the i don't go that at, get the briefcase i don't go that, I don't go that far because if they actually give them time to cook that's potentially like the best i don't like to put gender gender aside um you're talking about potentially a memorable match of the year potentially if you would yeah. let if you let heal Sasha and Thunder get 20 to 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So I'm just saying like how fast you'll get the title. Yeah, it had to be immediate okay. impact. It would have to be immediate. Yeah, like, no, it would, it would be something like that. Or maybe she does like an open challenge and then like mm-hmm. she loses the title on like an open challenge or something. It yeah. Has, it has to, it ha- if, if you give Thunder Rosa, Sasha Banks, 20 minutes minimum, they're going to cook. They're going to get match of the year damn now. If you, if you give them 30 minutes, they they're gonna have to find a couple people in the men's division because they're gonna outrest all of them. Tell you right now. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. get that's, that's all we got. Um I don't, I don't think I got nothing else, but yeah, that's nope. I got nothing else. Yeah. Let's get the hell out of here, man. All right, give me the catchphrases, fellas. Let's get out of here. KG? Uh still looking for my ginger that's how to be fish grease. Work with good guys. Work with good guys. That being said. Yep, yep. Hope y'all enjoy uh, this episode. Hope you enjoy Forbidden Door even more. We sound like we're definitely anticipating it. We hope you are too. And let's get up out of here. We the ones and we want to smoke. Y'all know damn well Calvin stuck his penis in Rosa Men. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC.